Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Welcome to Prime Video's culture-rated collection. This is the place where black is the main character, where we don't jump through hoops just to hear our voice and can fall in love with illuminating documentaries like Giannis' The Marvelous Journey. I'm just a hard worker that's trying to survive. Enjoy the animated series, The Second Best Hospital in the Galaxy. All doctors report immediately. Where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Welcome home, baby. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. I want my music to unify people. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop. This is the cleanest police car I've ever been in in my life. And BMF. You're about to take over the whole nation. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Prime Video. Find your happy place. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Within the Lines would not be possible without Anchor by Spotify. It is the easiest way to make a podcast and has been how we have made our podcast for over two years now. Anchor has everything we could need to make a podcast. And if you were thinking about starting your own podcast, you definitely should take advantage of their resources. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. We have fancy mics. You don't need a fancy mic to use Anchor. When hosting on Anchor, you can even distribute your podcast to listening platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Wherever you want to listen to your podcast, Anchor does that work for you. You think me and Tyler are smart enough to figure this stuff out by ourselves? Absolutely not. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And of course, the best part, because me and Tyler are cheapies, Anchor is totally free. Anchor's been great for us. It's been what we have been using. Um, we highly, highly recommend it. And if you were thinking about making a podcast yourself, we encourage you to download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Let's get back to the pod. Welcome back to another episode of Within the Lines. Coming at you on Monday, January 18th, 2021. Tyler, I'm just full of energy. Why? Why, Jay? Because WandaVision is out. WandaVision has been watched, and we waited an entire weekend for everyone to watch it. So there are going to be spoilers. Again, entire weekend to watch. If you have not watched it yet, you're missing out. If you have not watched it yet, pause this podcast, go watch it, come back to us. They're short episodes. Very, Very short. You can power through them. Uh, we're going to talk about episodes one and two, all the questions we have, maybe some answers we might get out of those questions, and uh, it's going to be fun talking some new Marvel content. I love it. Let's get into it. 20, 20, 10, 5, High fly ball into right field. She is gone. I don't feel so good. Hulk smash! Hey, look up. You can put it on the ball. Two episodes of WandaVision have been released. 
both about six minutes shorter than their listed time because the credits were so damn long. Mm, I would um, argue eight. I would argue eight minutes shorter. <laughs> so uh, it was like one kind of probably 42-minute episode combined, if you were to combine the two. Yeah, which is all right for the first one, but every Friday we're going to be getting maybe 20 minutes. Unless they're longer. Uh, they're not expected to be. Oh, great. They're all supposed to be around, quote-unquote, 30 minutes, but does that 30 minutes include the seven minutes of credits come on marvel you get a lot of things right but that kind of pisses me off yeah and it i think advertising so i think what people have been saying is like they wanted to do this different kind of unique show yeah they didn't expect it to be their first one though yeah falcon and the winter soldier is supposed to be the first one which is supposed to be the really long seven seven 45 minute episodes or something like that and it's all supposed to yeah so it's supposed One to be movie. Yeah, it's supposed to be like bigger actual fucking, you know, like that. And then this was supposed to be their weird one that they went to second. It's their first one. It kind of fucking sucks the way it's set up for everyone craving Marvel content. And then we get little bite-sized things. Yeah. Um, I like the shows, though, Jay. Just general, general, how you feeling about them? Um, I have very, very high expectations. So I think I was going to be let down no matter what. But I expected to be let down because obviously... You go into not having Marvel for a year and a half, and you're like, okay, I'm going to get feed me these answers. What's happening next? And obviously, they're not going to do that in the first two episodes. That's nope. just bad business. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there was no way this was possible, but like, if I was someone like my father, who is into the MCU, but not into it, into it, I would wait for all of them to be out and just binge them. Y- yeah, 100%. And I think that was what, I mean, we were talking about it beforehand. I compare it to a show like The Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. And you made a great point. Like, Mandalorian episodes, you can sit down and be like, I just want to watch this one episode. Yeah. And there's your favorite episodes, and they're entertaining and fun. It's like an adventure, you know? You have different shit going on. Yeah. This is like a murder mystery type movie where it's like you're just watching it to get to the end. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> you just want to get all of the pieces you need to figure out what the fuck's going on. Yeah. Um, Which kind of sucks if it's going to be really small, very slow-burning mystery yeah. unraveling. Mm-hmm. Um. I, I, I definitely diehard MCU people are going to watch this. Yeah. If I like you said, if I were recommending it, I would say wait. If you're not a diehard, wait. I'm sure it's a lot better once you can watch everything. Yeah, because if I could have watched all this at once, I would have hammered that shit oh, four for sure. hours straight just watching all this, and it'd be like, oh my god, you know, this is remarkable. Like, look at how they set all this up, and then you get the payoff right away. But maybe the payoff at the end will be worth it. But especially someone who's not into the MCU as much like my dad, like there's just going to be a lot of stuff that not only confuses them because it's a naturally weird show, but like yeah. stuff people will forget, like, you know, cause they're setting up signs and hints and whatnot. And when you have episodes like this and it's once a week and you know, you have your life going on and everything, like you're naturally going to forget stuff. So unless you're like a diehard MCU, like us, uh, you know, it's probably better viewing experience just so you could fully understand like, Oh, this is why they called back this or whatever. Yeah, yeah, um, for sure. But it was good. I liked it. It was different. And obviously we knew it was going to be different going into it and it's going to continue being different. And no one episode is going to be like another, which is fun. Um, but, you know, I'm, I'm just excited to see where it goes next. Yeah, so it starts off with, like, their 50s-themed episode. Yeah. Um, all black and white. They're cruising in on a car. They very much shot this like you would shoot old-timey stuff. Oh, yeah, like terrible props and backgrounds and stuff. Yes, yeah. and, you know, stuff's flying around, and it's on strings, and you can tell it's on strings. Yeah. Um, and it's it's very much... Laugh track. Yeah, well, it was, in, it was in front of a live studio audience. 
Was it really? Yeah, they showed it behind the scenes. They actually had a live studio audience for parts of this. Oh, shit. I was like, how the Obviously fuck did this shit get COVID, leaked? right? Well, yeah, it had to have yeah. been. That's crazy. I didn't know that. Yeah, I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but it's shot like a 50s sitcom would be shot. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and so you have it go, and it's that kind of, I, I want to say, like, quirky humor. Yeah, and it's just like the tropes of the 50s, too, like, Vision having a nine to five job, even though he's a fucking superhero, and he's <laughs> yeah. at the at his work, and he's like, "What do we even do here? We don't even know what we do." And then he's got the typical boss, and she's the typical housewife, and you got yep. the typical nosy neighbor, and it's just totally like, it's it's very much a homage, tropey, yeah, to the older shit. And we knew that's what it was going in, but I mean, in terms of that, that's that's cool to see, yeah, you know, especially seeing this one and then moving on to the next one, which was a little different. Mm-hmm. And I'm like I said, if you could watch all these back to back, I'm sure it's cool to see the different stuff yeah. each week. And it's going to be cool seeing it as it moves forward. Um, but the first one, you know, they have their jobs. She's at home. She meets the neighbor. And then they have his boss over for dinner. Yeah. Um, and then weird shit happens. Yeah. So, you know, they have the boss over and then the boss starts choking on something. And I, I don't remember if that's the first time you get it. But it's the first time you feel like something's off. Yeah. No, yeah. That's the first time I can recall. Like, where they, like, addressed it straight up. Like, yeah, this isn't what it appears. Yeah, and, and shit's weird, and the husband's choking on something, and the wife's just staring at Wanda saying, stop it. Well, so, yeah, the way I've thought about this going down, and there's some other stuff from the first episode I wanted to touch on, but since we're on this, because um, he's asking, like, what their history is or what their background is or whatever. Like, Okay, so, yeah, yeah, that too. You don't really – because they don't really have a background, and he's, like, you know, like – and he keeps asking, like, you know, just say it. Like, what's your background? Whatever. I don't remember exactly what he was saying. And then he starts choking on the steak because Wanda gives him, like, this weird look. Um, and obviously we're assuming, again, like, spoilers, and this is kind of mental leaps. But I think it's safe to assume, like, this is all a reality that's being controlled by her. I mean, we learned yep. that in the second episode pretty much. Um, so she probably had a play – a hand in him starting to choke probably to get him to shut up. Yeah. And then you have the wife sitting there like, you know, Oh, stop it. You don't tell him to stop pretending to choke, but she's staring at Wanda saying, stop it, stop it. So I almost thought of that. It was like Wanda's consciousness, like telling her to, you know, like stop it or whatever. And then you have vision, you know, hop in and take the steak out of his aunt and out of his throat. Um, and then that happens and they don't in the matrix. (laughs) Yeah. But it happens. And then like, they don't question it. Yeah. Nothing happens. They're like, all right, we're leaving. Yeah. And then they leave. Yeah. You know, which is is fucking weird. Yeah. Um, you pointed out on Twitter. Yes, I did. That the day takes place the same year as Endgame. Yeah. So, you know, we had Brandon ask us like, oh, when do you think it takes place? And even Riley said that, um, and it was Wednesday, August 23rd. I did some digging and Marvel always pays attention to details, all the fine details. Did some digging, looked at the next Wednesday, August 23rd, and it's 2023, which is the year of Endgame's events happening because it's 2018 for Infinity War, and then they go five years in the future, and, you know, Endgame happens and whatnot, and Wanda comes back, obviously, Vision, dead. Big time dead. Um, So this is, I think it's safe to say this 100% takes place after Endgame. I think we have every reason to assume it does. And uh, that's intentional. They didn't accidentally have that day perfectly be, you know, 2023 date. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. there's no way they stumbled upon that on accident. So, um, yeah, this is after Endgame, and uh, Scarlet Witch is probably fucked up. That's the newest part of the MCU story moving yeah. forward. It's not just because it looks like it's set in the past and everything. It isn't. Yeah. Um, it's just weird shit. 
Um, I don't remember what all else is from the first episode. I mean, we have a lot of stuff to talk about. Well, um, they had the they had the commercial with the the Stark toaster, and it made like an Iron Man noise um, when the toast went down or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like the like you said, the repulsor noise. Um, and, and just I mean, while we're here on the commercials, um, there's the first episode has you know old timey commercial Stark toaster. Mm-hmm. Second one has a striker Hydra watch. Mm-hmm. Um, people are wondering if those aren't bad memories from Wanda's past type thing. And as okay. it goes forward, just because the reason like her parents died or whatever is because of a Stark missile. Yeah. Um, that was the first one. And then she has her powers because of Hydra and the scientist or whatever striker mm-hmm. experimenting on her and her brother. So it'll be interesting to see those kind of commercials moving forward. Yeah. Um, they're cool little tidbit things. Yeah. Um, maybe we get like a ShamWow one for the nineties or two thousands. <laughs> um, you mentioned, uh, there's speculation that, so her neighbor Agnes. Yes. There's speculation that her husband's name is the, he's pretty much the MCU devil. What's his name? Mephisto. Mephisto. Um, and was it episode one where she made the comment? There was something about the devil in the details, and she said that's not the only place that the devil is. Yeah, I think so. It might have um, been. You know, and that's obviously could be a, you know, a nod to that being the case. And I'm sure she's going to play a grander role in this. There's a reason she's in the show. She's not in the show as a throwaway neighbor. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? So I wouldn't be surprised if that happens. Um, as far as the first episode, though, there wasn't a lot of, you know, it was a 15-minute episode when you take into account the credits and whatnot. Um, at the very end, obviously, so they do their little fake credits of the WandaVision show. You know, Starring like Wanda and Vision is yeah. what the credits say. And it zooms out, and it's on a TV, and there is a, a female watching it. Um, and we know that because we see her hand. I saw some things on the internet. People are saying, like, oh, I know that girl when I see her, and it's uh, Jane Lynch's like assistant from the first Thor movie. Jane Lynch? Is that her name? Jane, Jane Foster. Foster. Who's Jane Lynch? Jane Lynch is oh, the white lady from Glee. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Um, Darcy Lewis, Darcy. Yeah. Um, yes. People are saying like, I know Kat Denning's hand when I see it and stuff. So I don't know. Kind of creepy. That's just, you know, <laughs> I don't know how well they actually know her hand, but, um, so that's kind of the speculation there. She's expected to play a role. Yeah. Um, I think she's listed on the cast, isn't she? Yeah. 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 yeah so 99% that probably was her. And I just wonder, like, obviously she's watching it on a TV. Like, are they like, is Wanda like in some kind of coma? Is that how she's creating this reality? And it's like in her mind, obviously. And it's almost like a coma dream. And then, I don't know, is this the girl like somehow being able to watch her thoughts? It's well, CMCU. I'm sure they'll have that kind of technology. <laughs> yeah. And, and I think so kind of so, there's a lot of theories going around on like what's going on. Mm-hmm. One theory is that she's in an actual town somewhere mm-hmm. and everyone's trapped in her own version of this town and reality. Oh, that's okay. why the that's why the mom who, from that 70s show, which was a nice touch. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why, or the wife, I should say, is saying, stop it, stop it, because like they're real people, and they know something's off, and they know it's them, Yeah, but they can't exactly say it, or they can't do it, you know, stop it. That makes actually a lot of sense, because that makes a lot of sense. And, and we see in the trailers, too, where people go, like, flying in and out of, like, an invisible force field or some shit. Yeah. So it would only make sense that it's an actual place where she's creating, basically taken over and made it her own. Yeah, because we know she has fucking bitching powers and obviously vision was killed in yep. infinity war it's marvel they might bring them back in some capacity I, I wouldn't be surprised um especially with how much hype the show is getting but yeah that actually makes a lot of sense that she's like 
you know, not PTSD, but kind of grieving. And then so she creates this like fake reality because she can't cope with the reality of real life. Boom. And maybe maybe Mephisto kind of got to her, helped set this whole thing off. There you go. There's going to be a bad guy. I mean, that makes the most sense. Yeah, obviously. Um, and that also explains, you know, how, hopping into episode two. I feel bad that we're barely talking about episode one, but again, it was 15 minutes of com. Uh, I, I mean, yeah, it's content. Uh, one thing, and it was something that was, you know, alluded to in the trailers, and she doesn't really know why she's there, you know, whatever. As a Monica Rambeau, we were mm-hmm. introduced to her at the the whatever housewife meeting, whatever it was called, and yeah. she was just saying like, like I don't know why I'm here. And then Wanda's like, yeah, I don't know why I'm here either. You know, talking to things she's talking about to me. She's like, no, really. Like, I, I don't know. Like, what the hell's going she on? She didn't know what was going on. She asks her her name and she, like, pauses. Yeah. And then says something. But you could tell, like, she's lying. So that could be easily explained. Like, you were saying, you know, what if she either was in the surrounding area when this happened or maybe, you know. Because in the comics, doesn't she grow up to be, like, a, a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent or something? So Monica Rambeau um, is Fighter in. Fighter pilot? Oh, she's well, got powers. Yeah, she's a superhero. And she's in Captain Marvel as a little girl. Yeah. She's um, the daughter of the her of Captain Marvel's best friend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, she's obviously grown up because this is, what, 30 years later at this point? Yeah, because Captain Marvel is in the 90s. Yeah. And so, and she has powers or something. And I believe in this, she's working for S.W.O.R.D., which we kind of get teased in different ways throughout this. That's who you're assuming darcy's working for well isn't there a, so- a sword logo like on her notebook yeah, she yeah, closes yeah the notebook yeah and so you're assuming swords kind of monitoring this which is the new shield yeah um sword in the comics stands for sentient world observation and response department it's when they go to space the thing they tease in spider-man yes with, yeah um sam jackson in space yeah uh, that would probably be like the sword headquarters type thing. It's the new shield. It seems like they're going to be kind of the agents in charge of shit. Yeah. Moving forward. And so they're the ones observing this. Um, I don't know if it was on this one, but there's like a shot of her wearing a necklace and it has a sword in the necklace, Monica Rambeau. Oh, okay. Um, so they're expecting her to work, be working with them. Kind of like she was sent in there and she got stuck or whatever. And now she's like, she confused. got fucked up while yeah. going in. That makes um, a lot of sense. So we have that. Um, I'm trying to see. How did she get her powers? She was a lieutenant in New Orleans. This is according to Wikipedia. In the New Orleans Harbor Patrol and operated as a cargo ship captain trying to prevent the cre- the creation of a dangerous weapon. Rambo was exposed to extra-dimensional energy. Fuck as a result, yeah. she was thereafter able to convert her body to energy. After this event, the media dubbed her Captain Marble. Following a close call where her excess energy nearly made... Nearly made her a danger to others before the power was drained off by Iron Man and Spider-Man. She decided to use her powers to fight crime under that name. She was told by Ben Grimm that that name had originally been used by the late Kree hero Marvel, but Grimm assumed that her Marvel wouldn't mind. I probably ain't the only thing in the world either. Get it? Oh, because Ben Grimm is the thing. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it seems like she's just Captain Marvel light, or maybe better. There you go. Um. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense though. Um, and again, she's in it for a reason and I feel like we cracked it. I feel yeah, like we cracked it already. We're done. Um, what other notes did you have? Cause I know you had notes so, more from episode two as well. I mean, just episode two moving on. Um, we get the, what is it? The fucking talent show shit. Yeah. And talent musicians. show. Yeah. Yeah, it's a talent show, yeah. It's like a community fundraiser talent show. Yeah, and then they're you know, they do magic and they're performing in front of everyone and Vision has gum. <laughs> which <It is> <laughs> um very, very fifties, sixties 
we're going to draw stuff and it's inside, yeah. you know, it's, it's kind of wonky and how they did shit back then. Yeah. And it, you know, gums him up and he's drunk basically. Yeah. Um, all fucked up performing and they're performing and he's very, very obviously using his powers Yeah. in front of the whole town. And then Wanda like snaps and does shit with her powers to make it seem like it's a fake magic yeah. trick. The piano turning into a, uh, <laughs> cut out. Yeah. And then he flies and she snaps a rope onto his back. Yeah. Um, it was very like bewitch, you know, like yeah. she's changing things. Um, and so it's in front of the whole town and the whole town can kind of tell something's off, uh-huh. but then still like they, they can't say it. Yeah. It's not like they're idiots and they don't get it. Like it's, it's, they're in this reality where they have to accept what's happening. Yeah. Um, they go on win the thing or whatever. Um, uh, just, just before we get into more theories and stuff, how'd you feel about Paul Bettany as vision? I think he's good. Um, I think he's solid. He's been doing fantastic. Do you have a complaint? No, I've enjoyed him very much. And oh. in this talent show, he comes out yeah. and he like screams or whatever, like he's making a thing. I, I've talked about this movie. Have you ever seen A Knight's Tale? No. It's got Heath Ledger and Paul Bettany. Mm-hmm. Um, it's from, I think, like the early 2000s. And he's ex- he's just doing that character because <laughs> he's a drunken medieval person. And it's like this, it's jousting competitions. And Heath Ledger's the guy, the knight on mm-hmm. the horse. And he's his hype man. He comes out and announces <laughs> Heath Ledger each time, and nice. he like yells to the crowd and shit. And it's it's that role, and it's fucking great to see because he's fantastic in that movie. He's super entertaining. Well, it, yeah, he's I like him as an actor, and it's good to see because you know Vision doesn't have that much of like a personality really in the Not previous movies. Yeah, um, you see a little bit of the love thing between him and uh, or should I say it because it's a computer. Oh. Uh, he, no, and, he said he had a penis in an interview. That's true. Him and uh, Wanda, you know, and. Um, Civil War, that's why we reviewed it last week. And you see little tidbits, but this is the first time you're actually getting, you know, I mean, you're getting a human version of him. You know, you're yeah. getting actual Paul Bettany. Yeah. Um, I have, a, there's a comment. I feel like it's overlooked. So when he goes to that, like, security meeting or whatever, not security, but it was, um, the hell? Town po- Neighborhood Patrol? Watch. Neighborhood Watch. Town Patrol. <laughs> and they're all, like, <laughs> telling gossip about each other. And then Paul Bettany says that one of the guys is a communist. And they all just laugh it off. <laughs> yeah. Do you think that might have deeper meanings? Communist? I don't know. Like what? I don't know. <laughs> That's why I'm asking. <laughs> I I don't. Is it or like commun like isn't uh Hydra like aren't they done though? Yeah, they're, they're, fuck. Should be done. I don't know. That character has a bigger role though. And I'm staking my ground that his like coworker, because he was in both episodes, and in both episodes he had a somewhat significant role. He's gonna play some sort of role in this. He feels kinda like that that fourth character that we've we had the neighbor. Yeah, who she's also doing fucking great. Yeah, uh, super entertaining What's every her time. Name? She, she's in like a bunch of stuff. She's in Bad Moms Christmas. She's in Step Brothers. Um, I think she's also in Bad Moms One, not just Bad Moms Christmas. I forgot there's a one. I always just go to Christmas. I've never seen the second one. Is it good? Yeah, the first one's really good. It's fucking Funny. hilarious. She's in something else, and I can't fucking think of it right now. Christine? No, it's not Christine. I'm fucking idiot. <laughs> Kath- <laughs> Catherine Hahn. Yeah, she is in Anchorman. Is she? Yeah. She's one of the other teleprompter ones. The first one? Pretty sure, yeah. She, I think, like, when they all go out to dinner before they change the teleprompter, she's at dinner. Oh, shit. I, I mean, I don't picture her in my head, but, I, I mean, it's listed on her IMDb, so I believe you. <laughs> Bingo. <laughs> Obviously. I never even noticed that. Yeah, she's great. Yeah. I mean, she fucking steals the scene every time she's on screen. She's in Step Brothers. I said that. Oh, did you? Yeah, she's the one who pisses in a urinal. <laughs> it's funny. She's a girl. And we're the Millers. 
That's the other one, yeah. She's great in <laughs> We're the Millers. Um, no, yeah, she's been doing great, too. But what were you saying about the one guy being the fourth character? No, it's just like it's been WandaVision, and then we have Her, Kat, you know, the Kat neighbor. Yeah. yeah. And then that guy has kind of been like Vision's little sidekick on his fucking parts yeah. of the story. Because the boss isn't going to come back. Um, no. That one bitch, like, uh, mom or whatever that was in control, I don't think she's really a bigger... She could be, but mm-hmm. I mean Monica Rambeau, I guess, would be the technical fourth. But I feel like that one, yeah. that one guy, I feel like he's gonna have something significant. He's had screen time so far, and this very limited screen time episodes. Yeah. So, and uh, just that communist comment, I don't know, irks me. Or I, I like it. I like where he heads at. <laughs> you don't like communism? Noted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I skipped past it, but when she's before the talent show, when they're setting it up, and she's talking to that bitch mom. Um, she's helping her clean or whatever, and we hear on the radio, like, Wanda, can you hear me, Wanda, like, coming mm-hmm. into the radio, and, you know, that's very weird vibes, and she's staring at it, you can hear something's up. Yeah. Um. Obviously, it's more of S.W.O.R.D. trying to contact her from the outside. Yeah. People are saying it sounds like the cop in Ant-Man. Okay. Never um, seen the first Ant-Man, but okay. Ant-Man and the Wasp. The one who keeps checking on him to make sure he's on oh, house arrest. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. What's Randall Park, I think, is the yeah. actor. Yep. Um, he, he's in this, isn't he? Wasn't he in one of the trailers? Yes, and that's yeah. why they're saying that they think it's him working alongside S.W.O.R.D. Okay. Trying to contact her. Um, it's just more stuff of S.W.O.R.D. trying to break in, and I have a feeling that as we get going, we're going to get more and more of that, of her wanting to have this reality, mm-hmm. and it keeps getting fucked up by the outside. Yeah which could possibly piss her off and make things get worse. Yeah. Um, you know, we'll see. Now, I, I go back on my communist thing. I looked up hashtag WandaVision communist. Other people are on this. Oh, okay. A lot of people are asking. <laughs> That's a funny tweet, but I'm not going to reread it. Um, <laughs> uh, WandaVision, another prediction, Norm is a communist, may turn out to be the dude who Norm really is, is a Hydra slash other guy agent that may be sucked into this reality like the others or deliberately there to keep them in it, question mark. Oh, but didn't you say Hydra's done? I mean, like, yes, but the whole you thing with Hydra, agents. the whole thing with Hydra is they're never done. Um, WandaVision stupid theory. Dot, 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 dot. What if Norm Vision's colleague is part of Hydra? I mean, he looks suspicious and the Norm is a communist joke could be a reference because he's a Nazi. Oh, I know. It's not that. Does it's- he look suspicious just because he's a minority? <laughs> that just seems unnecessary. I don't think he looks suspicious at all. Oh, how about this big brain tie? Big fucking brain. Talk to me. This guy's a bad guy. You know how I know he's a bad guy? How, Jay? If you're a bad guy, what are you going to name yourself to make everyone think you're normal? What? Norm. I'm just Norm, bro. <laughs> like, you little sus? <laughs> nah, I'm Norm. <laughs> um, this this was the first tweet that popped up, though. Uh, this is from the architect at underscore electric blue. Ooh. Vision is dead. When Vision is alone with the guys, that's actually Wanda's consciousness. Wanda, dot, 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 the Russian. Vision calls the guy communist. Is he a Hydra agent that Wanda's subconscious recognizes? Maybe. So I'm not the only one talking now, about this. That's a good point because the, the scenes we see with just Vision, mm-hmm. is did she bring Vision back in some way? I don't know. I, I, think, I, I don't think it's a coincidence that it obviously starts in the 50s and 60s with black and white, Yeah. which the last time we saw Vision, he's dead yeah. and he's in black and white. Yeah. And as we're moving forward, as we saw at the end of the second episode, it turns to color. He gets his color back. Yeah. I I, I don't think that's a coincidence I'm, at all. Now I'm trying to think, too. Is there is there any – I'm going to have to rewatch it now. Like in Vision's scenes where he's alone, 
in the first episode, is there any like tipping points or tip offs that could indicate that Wanda? Because like this guy said, you know, Wanda Russian or whatever, and uh, well, she's actually Sokovian, Sokovian, but whatever. Um, <laughs> MCU Russian without being racist to real life people. <laughs> um, you know that obviously you could explain that like, oh, that's Wanda's kind of thinking. You know that she would think that's something like a communist. You know, is there something in the first episode where it's like when he's at his job, kind of a, yeah, a tipping point? Like, is that something maybe Wanda's thinking of or something? I wonder because the whole premise of the first episode is something's happening and they both have two different ideas of what is happening. Yeah. So I feel like that kind of goes against it being her yeah. as opposed to her creating vision and vision being his own thing. What was his job? Because he said he had no idea what his job was. He was just a, an analyst. He was doing numbers. Com- and he was like Computations? Yeah, computations or some shit. And it's just mm. running numbers and... He was like, what do we sell? We don't sell anything. He's like, so do we buy things? No. Like, he just does numbers. Interesting. Is it like the numbers from Black Ops? Is that coming back? Mason. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't even remember where we were at before I went on this. So you talk about things breaking into it. Yeah. Another example of that was the toy helicopter. Which, first thing we see in color. Yeah. And it's red and yellow. I don't know if that's a nod to Iron Man, but it was Iron Man colors. Kind of odd. Yeah. Um, But... I think along with this and something we see later on is that's sword trying to break in again, but that's a real helicopter by sword trying to get into this reality mm-hmm. and she doesn't let it. Yeah. That's the thuds. There's the weird noises. It's, it's breaking into and her reality, it's the tree branch, but yeah, it's, it's people trying to break into her reality. Yeah. Um, and she changes it to where maybe something else is happening in at the beginning of the episode when the tree's hitting. Mm-hmm. And it actually is something like them getting in or doing something. And she changes it to it's just noises. Everything's fine. Yeah. You know, it's just a tree. Yeah. Um, but we, we see the toy and it's obviously from the outside world. It has color. It's turned into a toy helicopter. Mm-hmm. At the end of the episode, it's Wanda snap of her fingers is pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Um, sucks for it. Oh, no, they did have sex at the beginning. Okay, yeah. we're good. Yeah. My guy at least got some. <laughs> Wasn't there another thing in color in that episode? The, Besides the end? The hand got cut. I don't remember yeah. whose hand. There was blood, though, or something. Oh, it was the, it was the, the fucking radio lady. The other mom. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cut her hand, and she was like, how do you get blood out of white linens? Like, all pissed off or something. And then walks away. Like, oh, I'm just going to go do it. Interesting. So we have something in color when the helicopter, potentially from the outside world, and then we have something in color when the radio is going off from the outside world. And I wonder if the blood is red because, like, that's actually a person that actually got hurt. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not just something she created. Like, that's an actual person that you just fucking cut. Yeah. That's a good point. I wonder if we'll see more of that moving forward. That's a good point, Ty. Um, there's the helicopter. So the end of the episode, she's pregnant. They hear another noise or something. They go outside and it's a beekeeper coming up from the fucking storm. Uh, the, the, the sewage. Yeah. Sewer. Uh, people are saying it's probably due to like a, like a hazmat suit. Okay. And again, changes it to fit her narrative. It's just beekeeper. Yeah. And she just says no. Yeah. <laughs> um, which kind of is like a throwback to the comics where House of M or whatever, she she says, no more mutants. Mm-hmm. And then just snap of her finger, there's no more mutants. Yeah. So this is kind of a nod, like, she can do whatever the fuck she wants here. She says no, and it rewinds, and they just ignore that. Yeah. <laughs> I looked up uh, hashtag WandaVision Beekeeper, and there was a funny meme. Did you ever see the YouTube rewind with Will Smith, and it was really cringy? Yeah. It was WandaVision 
Wanda after seeing the beekeeper and it's the picture of Will Smith saying it's rewind time. <laughs> um, no, but this tweet's interesting from Gabriel Iglesias bottle hole CRVG at Gabriel FPD underscore 2D. Shout out. Uh, Dominic West was rumored to play Grill Reaper in WandaVision. Grim, a Grim Reaper. I don't know why he put Grill Reaper. Grill Reaper. He's just the guy in the backyard <laughs> making burgers in a nice little black robe. <laughs> Oh, my God. Um, (laughs) Dominic West is rumored to play Grim Reaper in WandaVision. Grim Reaper's helmet appears in the opening of Episode 2, and it's a still of that little, like, animated part when it's the intro. Okay. The Bewitched intro? Yeah, there's a – oh, I didn't even think about that. Um, Yeah, there's a still, and it looks like his helmet. I cleared the beekeeper's face, and the face matches the actor. Oh, shit. Let me see this picture. Does it really match? Yeah, kind of. Confirmed. So who's Grim Reaper? Do you know much about Grim Reaper? Um, I know the one Cartoon Network show. Um, Teen Titan? No, that's DC. Grim and, oh, and Billy? Billy and Grim? Yeah. That That's not the same guy. No, probably not. Uh, comicbook.com. Oh, God, they have an autoplay video. Don't you dare autoplay right now. <laughs> WandaVision Easter egg could reveal an Avengers enemy as the MCU's newest villain. A blink and you'll miss the Easter egg could reveal the Marvel Comics villain behind WandaVision. In episode 2 of the Marvel's Studio Series that premiered Friday on Disney+. Plus. A Bewitched-style animation opening takes viewers to the suburban life. Blah, 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 blah. When the Crimson Creation uses his powers to phase himself to the bedroom wall. Um, appears a Vision goes intangible and sinks through the floor. Descending through the inwards of his home, the Vision quickly... The Vision? <laughs> I don't know. Either way. The Vision quickly passes human bones and, adre- and the headdresses of the Grim Reaper. Nice. Head, headdress. Headdress. In Marvel Comics, the Grim Reaper is a costume supervillain named Eric Williams. He's the brother of Simon Williams, the Avenger known as Wonder Man, who died saving Earth's mightiest heroes in his first appearance. That sucks. <laughs> <laughs> first day, Rook. <laughs> As the Grim Reaper, Eric attacked the Avengers to avenge his brother. Oh, timeout. Connection made. What? First time they were Avengers, Wanda's brother died. Yeah. Just, just that one guy died, and then it's his brother. Wanda's brother died. Okay. Eric attacked the Avengers to avenge his brother. First Avengers, Volume One, Number Fifty Two, is a member of blah blah blah. Before learning that. Okay, I don't care about that. Um. Yeah. There's gonna be more weird shit. This guy looks pretty cool. I'm, I'm, I'm cool with it. We don't exactly know if they're, you know, I. I'm with you. I would assume there's another villain in this. What's up? WandaVision opening. Jeez, someone's like drifting out here. This is a bold claim. This might just be for clicks, but this is a bold claim. WandaVision opening credits. Opening credits tease arrival of MCU's most terrifying villain yet. Who? The Grim Reaper. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I don't know why he's so terrifying. As suggested by his name, he's a villain whose arrival to the MCU spells trouble for everybody. See the comparison below. What website is this? Independent.co.uk. Nice. Um, real name Eric Williams Grim Reaper is closely linked to Vision, whom he repeatedly attempts to lure to villainy. He's <laughs> like, come on. Come on, fucking do it. Oh. Elsewhere, the meaning behind the mysterious toy helicopter featured in the show's second episode may have been revealed courtesy of, 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 of observant fans. Say that five times fast. Of, of observant fans. Of observant fans, of observant fans, of observant fans, of observant fans. Done. Okay. 
Um, while may, while many viewers will be left intrigued, others have played detective and think they've worked out the meaning behind the toy. In an old trailer for the show, a shot shows a life-size helicopter flying towards what looks to be a giant orb surrounding an unknown location. The theory is that this is the reality Wanda has created for herself. Find out why here. Another link to their own website. And that the helicopter tried to enter. However, instead of making it through the orb, it got reduced into the toy plane we see in the second episode. Fuck yeah. Nailed what happened it. to the pilot? He's dead. Many are believing this to be the character introduced to us as Geraldine, who Marvel has previously revealed is actually an older version of Monica Rambeau. Bingo. That actually makes a lot of sense. Pilot. Pilot makes sense. Her mom was a pilot. She's a pilot. And that's how she got in there from that helicopter. Shows up after the toy when they go with everyone and meet at the thing. Is is flustered because she just got there. Doesn't make sense. I'm good. currently living in Wanda's reality and has no idea of her real identity. Interesting. I like it. Anything else? Did you you have more notes? Um... (sighs) Oh, yeah, so she rewinds the time and everything. That's kind of <laughs> got on a tangent. Yeah, and so she ignores the beekeeper, says yeah. no, and then she's pregnant, and they kiss, and everything turns into color, kind of teasing the next episode. Which is 70s? Yeah, I'd assume so. Okay. Um, now, they released two episodes. I believe they said there's nine or ten. Yep. We had a 50s, a 60s. We're going to have a 70s. 80s, 90s, 2000s, 2010s even for the modern one. That gives us seven episodes. Yeah. So, which means the last two episodes of this are going to be bitching. Just fucking batshit weird <laughs> shit going on. Modern, regular MCU, not themed. Unless they just don't do like a 2010s or something. It's like the last three episodes. But Which, yeah, I could see that too, even. What's the difference between 2010s and... Dude. Well, I, I know that they're expecting a modern family Oh, yeah, episode, yeah, yeah. Where, like, they talk to the camera and shit. I was going to say, what if they did like an Office-style mockumentary episode? I think Modern Family is, you know, kind of similar to that. But I want, like, the camera zooms in. I don't think they're going to give us that. That'd be so great, though. I mean, it's the biggest fucking TV show of all time. I don't know how you don't somehow do it. That would be so great. If you're going to pay homage to television, you got to pay homage to The Office. Or, like, The Sopranos. (laughs) What's, like, 90s TV? The Sopranos? How's that filmed? I don't know. I've never seen it. When's that 70s show's released? In the 70s. No, it wasn't. Yeah, it was. That's why it's called That 70s Show. This is not true, Jay. <laughs> They're just like, you know what? The times we're living in right now, these fucking rock. Let's make a show about it. <laughs> we should do that. <laughs> that 2020 show. Um, first episode day was August 23rd. Huh? First episode date was August 23rd. Yes. That's the same day as of on this show. On WandaVision. First episode date is of what? The day, the calendar on the heart. Yes. It's August 23rd. Yes. And the first episode of the 70s show was aired on August 23rd. Oh, no shit. I don't know. That's probably just a coincidence, but. <laughs> that's pretty cool, though. Uh, 1998, and it aired until 2006. Okay. Hey, fun fact. Did you know Mila Kunis was actually only like 14 and she lied about her age to get the role? I didn't know that, Jay. Did you also know that uh, Matt Stafford and Clayton Kershaw went to high school together? <laughs> Who would have guessed? <laughs> Um, yeah, so I don't know. They'll do something like that. The Modern Family, though, I did see the still of her like kind of sitting in front of the camera, so that's a good call. So they'll probably have at least through the 2000s-ish. Yeah. Um, and then the last ones, we're probably going to get some weird shit explaining everything, setting up Spider-Man, setting up Doctor Strange. Because he's in this, right? Confirmed? Spider-Man? Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange, yes. 
Interesting. So I'm, I have a feeling he'll be at the very end. Um, small cameo, small setting shit up. Dude, I just wanted to fucking. So I know. This is good for us, though, because we love talking about what's going to happen. Yeah, very much so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm complaining, but I like this. Yeah. <laughs> I wish the episodes were longer still. Um, I know for, like, the press release and the screeners they released, everyone was saying, you know, they got the first three episodes and all, like, the people talking about it. Mm-hmm. Um, have said the first three episodes are a slow burn, so the next one's probably going to be very similar to this. A lot of them were saying, fuck, I wish I had four. So it makes me Big feel... Big teaser next week. Next week, something's going to happen at the end where you're like, god damn it, I need to keep watching. Oh, um, and like I said, this, you know, the first one kind of ended. They created the rings. It was kind of like, hey, something's going on. Yeah. Second one ended, and it was the beekeeper, and she rewound, and there was a lot more shit going on. I have a feeling that keeps growing. Yeah. We have more and more outside interference fucking up the episodes. Her episode she's creating. Oh, so the helicopter and the beekeeper both had the sword signs. Yeah, yeah. It's like 100%. Sword is trying to fix whatever the fuck Wanda has going on. Whether it is a real town she's taken over with real people mm-hmm. or her fully own created reality. Um, Who knows? Now I, I want to look up one more thing real quick. WandaVision had a Spider-Man Homecoming tie. Okay, this is a five-minute video. I don't want to watch that. Um, <laughs> Let's watch it live on air. I don't see. 344 days until Spider-Man 3 comes out. How many days? 344. Until Spider-Man 3 comes out. Nice. I need more of hashtag WandaVision OMG. I can't wait to see where this is going, and I love that Marvel has started going deeper with the stories now, adding swords to the MCU and possibly AIM at the end. Even though I'd really want it to be Swarm, he'd have to be in Spider-Man. Who's AIM? AIM. Okay. Um, it's, a, it's like a bad group. They're the main villains of the Marvel video game. It's out right now. Oh, there you go. I know like you love that game. MODOK. Oh, stuff. I fucking love MODOK. I mean, that's in the video game. I don't know how much they actually connect. I'm assuming. Okay, so warning, spoilers, and links. WandaVision's debut episode included a direct reference to one of Peter Parker's classmates from Spider-Man, Homecoming. Who? Um, Feels like a stretch, because I haven't seen that anywhere. At the tail end of the first episode of WandaVision, when the fake credits are rolling, the name A. Brown is listed as the director. In Marvel Comics, A. Brown is a martial artist with the code name Black Tiger. Oh, I fucking love tigers. <laughs> He's the African-American from the streets of Harlem who what? is a member of the Son of the Tigers. In MCU canon, Abe Brown is actually a character from Spider-Man Homecoming who is played by Abraham Attah. Brown served as one of Peter Parker's classmates from Midtown School of Science and Technology and later survived Thanos' snap. Oh, he is actually in the MCU. It looks like he's the um, – is he the kid that's in the show? Like, you know how they did the little student show on the TV? Like we oh, did? okay, yeah, yeah. Is that him? Like the morning announcements. Brown served as one of Peter Parker's classmates from Midtown School of Science Technology, and he later survived Thanos' snap. I don't know. I, I, There's always that little bit of racism that peeks through in Marvel Comics, knowing that they were created forever ago. Yeah. Where the only two black characters I can think of are Black Panther and Black Tiger. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, they're like, he's a black superhero. What should we name him? Black something. Black Adam. Black Adam. That's not you know uh marvel but is he black 
The Rock is. <laughs> so Rock's just a multicultural angel. Black superheroes. That's a good point. Is there is it gonna get to the point where they try to where like change the names? Like the Washington football team? Maybe. Luke Cage, War Machine, Blade. Okay, so no. That's fair. But those are probably all Doctor Voodoo. Yeah, he's supposed to be pretty cool. That's fucking bitchin'. Doctor Strange villain. Deathlock. Patriot. The grandson of Isaiah Bradley. Who is chronologically the first Captain America. Oh, okay. And the leader of the Young Avengers. Patriot. That's a bitchin' name. Oh, I think that's actually supposed to appear in... There's Black Goliath. Yep. That's the that's the Matrix dude in Ant-Man. Mm-hmm. He's definitely black. Um, I had one more thing to say before we let the listeners go. What were we talking about? I don't remember, to be honest. This has gone into a tangent. I will just say one other thing that I saw mm-hmm. while you try and figure that out is on the toaster for the Stark toaster. Yeah. People are saying how there's like the blinking light and like they kind of like are awkward and just staring. Yeah. Um, they described that the bomb, like when they thought they were going to die in the Stark bomb that they were just staring at, the reason she was the villain in the second Avengers because she hated Stark. Yeah. It's just sitting there beeping, but never goes off. Yeah. So I think it is probably like traumatic things in her past are going to be the commercials moving forward. Uh, maybe we get a dead Quicksilver one. Fast Coffins. Or selling, selling hearse. It could be super meta branding. The actual Quicksilver t-shirt company. Oh, wow. For like the 80s or something when surfing. Okay. Just they pay millions of dollars. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> Just get like Tony Hawk in there or something. Jesus. With a Quicksilver shirt. Um, oh, okay. So I remember what I wanted to say, but it had nothing to do with WandaVision. Okay. Just talk to me. So because we're going to be talking about WandaVision a lot, obviously. However, yep. however, there is a movie coming up because we got to talk about other things. Yeah, I, I think WandaVision will be I, – I, I don't even want to say WandaVision. Just there's going to be MCU shows moving forward every single fucking week forever. Yeah. Um, and we'll probably discuss them on each episode. There is an HBO movie coming out soon. Okay, so we got some time. The Little Things. Okay. It looks pretty good by the commercials. Okay. Starring Denzel Washington, Rami Malik, Rami? Rami? Rami. Rami Malik. Rami Malik and Jared Leto. Okay. Can we do a bit where if we ever get big enough, I just purposely pronounce everyone's name wrong if we interview them? That's a great bit, Jay. It's totally not on purpose, and you don't just fuck up everyone's name. But, like, I know it's Rami Malik, but I'll be like, Rami Malik and Gerard Leto. I feel like they might be offended a little, (laughs) depending on the person. (laughs) How can I fuck up Denzel? Denzel. (laughs) Denzel. What's up, Denzel? How you doing? Um, anyways, the little things follow Sheriff, Sheriff Deputy Deke, which is Washington, as he teams up with Detective Baxter, Malik, to catch a serial killer, Leto, in California. I feel like they chose the right guy out of those three to be the serial killer. <laughs> While Deke is talented at seeking out the details in any case, he strays from the rules and has his own unconventional methods, landing Baxter in a dilemma. Is, is Deke kind of curves to the right? Yeah. Nice. The little dilemma, though. Uh, or not the little dilemma. <laughs> what is it called? The little pieces, the little things. And the Tom and Jerry movie. That comes out in February 26th. Um, they just bumped up Godzilla versus King Kong for, I think, late February or March. Oh, fuck yeah. 
I'm so excited for that. Um, however, we don't have anything to review next week. Just and more WandaVision talk. Look, as much as I think that'll be good, we're only getting one episode. And if it's like episode one, we cannot fill a full podcast with that. So maybe we look at some movies trying to come out. Maybe on Netflix. Um, they had the they had the trailer for Cherry. Did you see that? Don't New know Tom Holland movie directed by the Russo brothers. He's like uh he's like a goes to the military and and uh, becomes addicted to painkillers and robs banks. Wow. Yeah. When does that come out? I don't know. It's a trailer. Uh, Netflix originals. Popular on Netflix. Best movies on Netflix right now. New on Netflix, January 2021, plus what's coming next. Um, released, okay, that's January 27th, January 1st, January 5th. Released TBA. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Anyways, yeah. the little things. It looks like like a thriller? I don't know. It looks like I might be scared a little bit. Um, Go outside your comfort zone, Jay. It's a neo, neo-noir. Noir? Noir. Neo-noir crime psychological thriller film. Written and directed by John Lee Hancock and produced by Hancock and Mark Johnson. Is that the guy or is that the guy's grandson? Um, I don't know, but he's worked on um, – he was the director of The Highwaymen. Okay. The founder. Sure. That's the one about uh, Ray Kroc. McDonald's. Yeah. Oh, okay. The one with the um, – Tom Hanks? No, it's your favorite fucking guy. In oh, the- Michael Keaton. Yeah. Oh, I'm thinking of Tom Hanks because Saban Mr. Banks. Tom Hanks? Um, that won the Oscars. There was, uh, he was the writer on Snow White and the Huntsman. That's a shit movie. Okay. He directed The Blind Side. Hey, I fucking love that movie. The Alamo. Western film. Okay. The Rookie. Which is 2002 American sports drama filmed by, is based on the true story of Jim Morris who debuted in Major League Baseball at age 35. Jim Morris. Is that Jim Morrison, the wrestler? No, that, that's a, oh my God. It's, what's his name? It's not Jim. There's a Morrison wrestler, though. I'm getting that right, right? Yeah, he was tag teamed with The Miz. He's actually back in the WWE now. Oh, shit. John Morrison. Yeah, nailed that. Got a nice body. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so that wasn't even, like, sexual. That sounded like serial killer Like, <laughs> got a nice body. I want to wear it. <laughs> so this guy's uh, the founder, Saving Mr. Banks, The Blind Side. He's uh, been a part and been in charge of some great movies. Um, so I'm excited. Okay. First draft was written in 1993 for Spielberg, Steven Spielberg to direct. However, Spielberg passed because it was too dark. Oh, Clint Eastwood and Danny DeVito were separately attached to direct before Hancock decided to helm his own screenplay. Danny DeVito directs. I'm, I just assume that man does everything. Um, we need to get him in the MCU. Danny DeVito. Yeah, he's played Batman villain. We figure it out. Maybe he's Modok. Yes, that's a Dreamcast right there. Just came to me. Um, I'm excited though. I, I know I've. I, I, it looks like it could be a pretty decent movie. So. All right. Yeah, we'll look. Maybe we'll that's review something. January, so. Something else this week. Um, we'll definitely review that when yep. it comes out. So yeah, we'll still have movies, but we'll definitely still have Marvel movie, Marvel TV yeah. talk every week. Because right when WandaVision ends, I think Captain Falcon and Winter Soldier. There's a Loki. That was Falcon and Winter Soldier. I, I know It might be. I know they pushed it back. I just don't remember how long. 
See you show release. But I know it's one of them, and then right when that ends, the other one's lined up to release. <sighs> Let's see the Marvel. The only ones maybe we won't do breakdown of is like What If. Yeah, but that's those are gonna be fun watches. Th- those are gonna be fun watches. I don't know if they're gonna be fun because they're just standalone little episodes. Like some fun discussion. Falcon and Winter Soldier, March nineteenth, twenty twenty. Okay. Loki, May twenty twenty one. So. Oh. They got their dates wrong. January 15th, 2021, but they put 2020. They fucked up. Mm, hate to see it. March 19th, 2021, they put 2020. Loki, May 2021, What If, Summer 2021, Miss Marvel, Late, Hawkeye, Late. They have five shows this year? I guarantee, I almost guarantee that one of the last two probably gets pushed to 2022, but I could be wrong. I don't know. They're already shooting Hawkeye if that's one of the last ones, and what if they already have all the voice acting done for? What if they won't push? I'm saying like Miss Marvel or Hawkeye. Miss Marvel, like, there's already on-set shit, too. I think, honestly, they're playing catch-up, and they're just going to pump out fucking content. The following are currently undated. Armor Wars, Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special. <laughs> I Am Groot, Ironheart, MODOK, Moon Knight, Secret Invasion. She Wait, Hulk, what? MODOK? Silk. Yeah, apparently, there's a MODOK show. Is that the animated one, though? I don't know. Probably. So that doesn't count. I got to sneeze. It went away. Yeah, animated. Nah, that's Program count. creator, Patton Oswald. Yeah, I think he... What is Patton Oswalt? Oh, wait. I think he plays MODOK, but I could be wrong. What is Patton Oswalt's marquee role? Um, He s- sells drugs, I think, in Harold and Kumar. He also does that in Reno 911. Does he? He's Remy. Yeah. Who um, guessed? That's my recommendation for the week. Remy. I know we don't do these every week. Ratatouille? Reno 911, the movie. Oh, okay. I've never seen the show, but uh, Riley's brother always talks about the show and how hilarious it is. So I watched the movie, and it's so fucking funny. Okay. You need to watch it, Ty. I know you've seen bits and pieces. It's so fucking funny. I'm sure I would enjoy it. There's one part. I'll tell you one part. where I think the main cop's gay. I don't know if it's like he's actually gay or if it's like hint, hint. I don't know. I don't really watch the show. Okay. Um, But like, there's this one... uh, woman police officer on their staff right and she wants to sleep with him she has like a thing for him and she's like trying to like seduce him or whatever she's like please just give me one pity fuck and he's like okay and he has like this bottle of whiskey or something right and he chugs the entire bottle of whiskey right to get drunk <laughs> enough and then he finishes it and he like you know like rips away from him, like ah and then he throws it against the wall being all dramatic and it's a fucking plastic bottle it just bounces off the fucking wall god it's so funny dude Oh, my God. Or they're all trying to arrest a chicken at the beginning and, like, trying to figure out when to shoot the chicken, and they put the chicken in handcuffs. Is it from the show or the movie where it's the the fucking viral clip that goes around every couple of years of, like, the drunk driver who gets out of the car and she's like, step, bump, step, bump, bump. It wasn't the movie, I don't think. uh, I I think it's from the show, but it's, like, her, like, doing the DUI test. She, like, teaches him a dance. Like, he's like, no, I I think you should add this into it, like, do a choreographed (laughs) dance. And she's like, well, are you a dancer, sir? And he's like, well, I only dance when I'm drunk. And he accepts back. He's like, ah. <laughs> She's like, get in the car. You need to watch the movie. It's fucking funny. All right. It's fucking funny. That or uh, Undercover Boss, everyone. If you want an emotional emotional show to watch that tugs at the heartstrings, watch Undercover Boss. I've cried so many times watching that show. While we're here, just watch Night's Tale. It's on Disney Plus or Night. It's oh, on one of go. them. Get a little Paul Bettany. It's funny. It's emotional. There you go. It's dramatic. It's sports. Yeah. It's jousting. It's pretty cool. Get Heath Ledger. Yeah. R.I.P. Is that his last movie? Is that the one that released after The Dark Knight? No. What? I just said it was like early 2000s. I don't pay attention to what it's you like say It's like one of Paul Bettany's first movies. 
That's all right. Before the podcast aired, I was confused on something on our spreadsheet that you said like three times in a row to me. And I was like, oh, it's this. <laughs> um, all right. We'll figure out a movie for next week. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Um, just just watch every movie. Yeah. There's a new movie. Watch it. Maybe the Reno 911 movie. That's not really topical, but fuck it. <laughs> you got anything else, Ty? I don't. I'm excited to see what happens um, with WandaVision moving forward. Very excited. And um, be a good friend, everybody. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.